deep. Welcome to With All Due Respect. This is Chef, and as always, when listening to our podcast, uh, be sure to subscribe. You know what? It's been a minute. How about you write a nice message since we were back after a few weeks? Um, we have it on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're on YouTube. Mash the, the subscribe button. Uh, write a comment. Tell your friends about it. Share it. Share the link. Share the link of the video. Um, we try and get back into this thing. So, Happy New Year. This is episode 182. Gentlemen? What with the white voice? What up? 5,000 North South Florida. Boy J. Joe. Profit Posse the Posse, bitch. So far. Uh, that's what they used to say at the end of my Three Six Mafia song. Profit Posse. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. Did you go to Gangsta Boo funeral? <laughs> is it disrespectful for me to ask you that just because you yes man I don't know if it's disrespectful if he went to pay respects I mean but why hey, but he don't know Gangsta Boo like he ain't well, I mean he might do, do you know, know Gangsta Boo I, I don't know Gangsta Boo <laughs> she's from Memphis I'm from Nashville so but I felt like I knew her man shout out to her man she was a trailblazer in the female rap genre category whatever the fuck I'm sure we might have covered this before, but like uh, Nashville and Memphis, stay cool. Like, it's a natural coolness, or is it some beef? Nah, man. Shout out to James White. That nigga hates Nashville. He's from Memphis. Uh, I don't, I don't know. So people from Nashville really don't have any reason to go to Memphis unless they're trying to get robbed. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> I feel like a lot, some people from Memphis have this inferiority complex, and they they think we think we're better than them. Because we kind of are, but Memphis women, they're a special breed of Chick-fil-A, man. So this sounds, to Say more, because right, I, wanted right. to, I wanted to um, interject about something, but what, 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 what does that mean? What do you mean? Oh, you said they're a special breed of Chick-fil-A. What does that mean? Um, they have a certain je ne sais quoi. Um, that, that's so general. What, is, what are you saying? Like they mean? They ugly? I mean, what, are you, what are you trying to say? Wow, that's what we're doing in 2023, huh? Happy New Year, everyone. Um, Memphis women, man, they they um they have a little streak of hood rat in them, uh, you know, a depending on what. <laughs> a little, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. And um, which you and they're a little crazy, which okay. usually translates into um, good vagine. Thanks, thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay, that's what you're getting at. Yeah, okay. but you know, it's one of those things. Is it worth your life for good regime? You know, maybe in niggas' younger years, but you know. Okay, I get it. The reason I asked, um, I was watching, I've been watching a lot of Tubi lately. Um, shout out to Tubi. I'm thinking maybe. Hey, never mind, go ahead. Really get into our Tubi as a collective. Maybe we could get a sponsorship or we could write a movie or something and make like $50. I was watching a movie called The Neighborhood Dope Man, um, M-A-N-E, um, based in Memphis. Main. Dope, Dope Main. Dope Main. On Tubi the other day. Best worst film I've ever seen in my life. And it, and it was featuring a lot of Memphis women. And I quality, was really... Quality writing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a solid C-. But I was <laughs> watching it and it was like, 
it, it made me think like this is a bad if I was the mayor of city of the city of Memphis or I was leading like the visitors bureau or something like that I would sue this movie for um, making us look bad but yeah shout out to so, man you know Memphis makes Memphis look bad yeah that they Not were doing it and they, but they made a movie about hey, man, it to 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 be real like see what you did Cheryl Lynn Thanks. Let's keep them going. <laughs> to be real, uh, nah, man. Memphis, Memphis is a cool place, man. I'm talking shit, but um, Cheryl Lynn is from Memphis. Really robbed. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. I don't think All right. so. Okay. Nashville, Memphis sounds very much like DC, Baltimore. It sounds like a very much a one-to-one correlation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I guess Memphis will be the Baltimore. Very, very nuanced. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> There's some Tubi movies based in Baltimore too. Tubi's really great. Right? I believe like, it. I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all fuck with trash like I do, but you know, check it out. But the thing about it is, my daughter asked me today to get that she needed to watch something on Tubi, and I, the only thing I know about Tubi is through you, Chef. So mm-hmm. I'm concerned, right? Like you have no business on fucking Tubi. <laughs> well, think about you Tubi watching uh, Detroit, Detroit, <laughs> right. Detroit. Uh-huh. Right, showing yeah. watching yeah. Memphis hoes. There's nothing good on Tubi, and the thing about Tubi is also bad for children. Is Tubi doesn't have any filters or anything, so Tubi will go from the Steve Harvey show to the neighborhood dope man, which was featuring a whole lot of nudity and badly done sex scenes. So, <laughs> yeah, they be humping I mean, and the people. Your daughter was trying to watch. Yeah. Well, it's some kids show, man. I don't know what the fuck it was. I, I asked a couple of kids shows on Tubi. Yeah, apparently there are. Apparently there are educational shows on Tubi. Right. So you just said, yeah, go ahead and watch it. And you didn't go downstairs to see look, what it was. I mean, look, man, I, I'm at work. Okay, ain't nobody got time for all that shit. <laughs> see? You get that baby off. Sounds legit. <laughs> you, you get that baby off of goddamn Tubi. It's an auto system at y'all's house. All right. Hey, man, right. look. No, man, for real, at the beginning of it was like an educational uh, network or something. That was never the case. I think Tubi was something else because I've always had Tubi and then niggas was like talking about how all the ratchet shit on Tubi like it left Amazon Prime and went to Tubi. So I was like, oh shit, that's my shit. So I got back on. I got on Tubi again and started watching. Amazon Prime TV had ratchet shit? Amazon Prime had the best ratchet shit. That's the first time I watched all the Detroit Amazon. Jeff Bezos, Amazon, not not another bit. No, I, okay. Prime TV had the best ratchet um, black cinema. Period, and I think they must have sold their catalog to Tubi for like fifty dollars in a, a fish plate. <laughs> but it's awesome. That's what I've been doing since we've been gone. So what, what about y'all, like, man? What's been going on with y'all, niggas, man? Nothing, nothing. This is right. This is the part of the show we should skip. Everybody's been great, man. Everybody's been great. It's the new year. Everybody survived. J. Joe's either been drinking or staying fit. Five Stacks has been gallivanting about the earth, going to fucking playoff games, living his best fucking life, eating fucking steaks, lobster, drinking the best fucking drinks. Me, I've been in this chair for fucking 45 days. That is the status for everybody. What is the first topic? (laughs) Hold on. Before we move on, right? Um, What does it mean? We haven't... We haven't potted in about a month. This is the, the longest hiatus, and 
We probably need to address that niggas have been quiet quitting for the last two months. I'm not going to say which two niggas have really been quiet quitting for the last two months, but... Who has been? Name names. Right. Name names. Name names. Uh, oh, the two niggas that they want me to name names, that would be at one with the white West and uh, the nigga G, G Brad Rants. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Cause niggas, niggas, See, niggas, that's why, niggas, and that's why y'all tell every every flavor of COVID, niggas, niggas. That's not quite quitting. That's disease. All shows up every week. <laughs> uh, everybody, baby, be sick every every day. Like if y'all just don't want pie no more, man, just tell the people that y'all don't want pie. You know, they would just cut everything out. Pie, you want to cut out all the with all due respects and the intros. You just want two topics <laughs> for him and the people. That's it. <laughs> Man, I love Podden. Podden is great. Podden is great, but that means. But that's how illnesses run through a house. Everybody gets it in a cycle. That's just how it works. Like, you can't get mad at me because the kids get sick and then I get sick. It is what it is. My wife got COVID. If you have a COVID, a a wife with COVID, and and you have two children. That means you are a single parent for a couple weeks. Like, that's just how that shit works. And this is why JJ was the slave driver of the motherfucking show. Like, this nigga has, like, y'all think that he's the, the, the crystal charge motherfucker? This motherfucker be on our next. Like, oh, I mean, you got COVID? All right. Like, how bad is it? Like, you got, like, COVID, COVID, or, like, a little bit of COVID? Like, this nigga don't you give a fuck. Take COVID. He don't give a fuck. This nigga ain't even sick. His voice don't even sound different. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I popped through tornadoes, hurricanes. I probably got COVID now. If you listen to my voice, look at me. Smiling. Yeah, but you could do it. But you by yourself though, and you don't have to like. That's very true. That's very true. No, no, it's not about being by yourself. But it's like you, but you, and you have no one to spread it to. Business. What does that have to do with my health though? Business. <laughs> no, Two tables and a microphone. COVID is fun- COVID is functional now. Like if I happen, I didn't get it. But if I was happen if I happen to get, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna cough through it or whatever. I smoke anyway, so saying, like y'all have people anyway. to like come bring y'all place at the door, knock on there, slide it. You know what I'm saying? Cereal. But I had I had you stomach flu. I, I can't fart through the podcast. Trash. I can't shit through the podcast. Like what no, that look like? I, I had that shit. Remember Maybe. we talked about it? I I, I sympathize with you, would. I, I I understand what you went through, and it was terrible. I'm sure. And we on video. It's one thing to like be on video and you sick and you just kind of cough through it. But like I can't shit every time my video turns off. That's Wood going to take a shit. Like we can't. That's not that's, good. The, that's the people good. don't want to see quality that. entertainment. <laughs> Yo, you I think so? Think you, quality, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna laugh at your pain, dog. That shit hurt. That shit was painful. All out on the field. I'll be back. I ain't gonna shit. And what else happened? Like I think my mama broke her leg. Five thousand had to go to um. Go to work for um go work off site for a week like well, shit happened. Got his 5, wait 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 hold on wait 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 you said off site you said off site wasn't it off site no uh, off site is thirty miles down the road in a warehouse this nigga went to Vancouver that's off the site though nah nigga that that nigga went on vacation that nigga kicked it that nigga was having the best time in his oh, life no 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 nah that shit looked definitely wasn't no kicking it um that nigga was packing I mean was I don't know so. service. I don't know if it was uh, unpleasant or not because basically, like every day we went to work, it was dark. Every day we got off work, it was dark. So um, mm-hmm. it was raining. Like it was definitely nobody's vacation. Flight got delayed like three hours going in. Like it was, it was 
But that was like that, that's the only bad part. Did you smoke weed on your lunch break like the Christmas do? No, that's what I'm saying. When I left, like even today, it was dark outside again. Um, like, it was just like basically straight from the hotel to work, work back to the hotel, and it'd be like or something. Like it was literally pretty much every hour was planned out for you. Wait, you're still there? No, I'm home. I'm home. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. No, but then that's the other thing. I was there for a week, including a weekend, including a holiday. Like it was, yeah, uh, it was like the Murphy's Law of trips. Mm. Yeah. Good old Murphy's Law. Um, life was life. Yeah, I took four flights. Three of them had mechanical issues. But yeah. blessed. Glad you're here. Right. Glad to be here. JJ, I do, man. I'm, I should be more sensitive. I'm gonna take sensitivity training, guys. I'm sorry. That's all it is. I should man. be more understanding. Life of life, and we love. Pie. I love the pod. Like this is unlike those other podcasts that be toxic. It's like a place of positivity for me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like, I like being here. And we don't really talk unless we pod, and so I miss y'all, man. You know, shit. <laughs> Great. We should, we should talk about the first topic and let's see where that takes us. <laughs> Speaking of vulnerability, um, Carisha, young Miami from the city girl. Who? Uh, she was sharing her. Huh? Who? Carisha. Carisha. Okay. All right. Is that how you say her name? I, I don't. I don't know who this person is. Is Carisha? Carisha. Okay. Yeah, now you changed it. Seeing that R. Carisha. Carisha. Okay. Got it. An A and R. <laughs> an A R. <laughs> I don't know what I said, but Carisha. She's a light-skinned girl in City Girls. Her dad was in her life. She's she light-skinned? Than the other one. I ain't no light City Girls had a light-skinned girl. She's like brown. She's brown. She's not, but like, even let's, really let's just go with it and say that she was. Like, Why would you say that? Why she's, would you a, she's, a, she's the lighter one of the group. <laughs> like, you and I are under attack on that. Why, there's so many other adjectives you could have used to describe <laughs> this young lady. Chef's right. racism, racism is still intact. Oh, that colorism follows you in the 2023. <laughs> the one that's not as dark as the other one. The one that's not a rich chocolate. So if, so if you're the least dark in a group, are you automatically light-skinned? Kind of, to me. Okay. No. No. Carisha, she's in the city girl. She's also known as Young Miami. Okay, thank you. That's what I needed. That's what I needed. Go ahead. She's, she's on a revolt. She has a revolt show. And uh, I think we talked about her before. She was interviewing um, Trina. And she was talking about her relationship with um, Huff and said how she enjoys, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, golden showers. Golden showers, for those who may not know, is when you allow your partner to urinate on you for uh, kink and uh, sexual thrill. Thoughts on starting out the year talking about you liking to get peed on. Is that women's empowerment? Wait, hold, wait, just let's before we get to the I mean any anybody has anybody ever pissed on a chick or got pissed on? No. No. Uh oh. Well, uh oh. It depends. What what is what is squirt? Is squirt pee? Squirt is that's different. Okay, squirt is know. not intentional. Squirt is like it, no, it's very intentional. If you tell her to squirt on me, <laughs> if you say squirt on me, you basically saying pee on me. You just using a different fucking verb. 
didn't know people actually verbalized, I want you to do this on me. What? So why would you... People like people... Man, so many... (laughs) You've never watched porn when niggas like squirt in my mouth? Like... Oh, Squirting has its own category. Hey, lady, like like- ladies, don't be out here squirting on a nigga without at least like running that shit by him or like warning him or giving something. Because he may not, in his mind, it might it might be and probably is 100% P, and you just don't know how he's going to react to that. <laughs> so, can, all right, since it's 2023, we're just going to lay it all out. Yeah, so we're here, we're here now. One topic, in, so in college, before squirting was a thing, Chick was on top of me, riding me. She lifted up and splash, right? And in my mind, I was like, she just peed on me. But I did kept you like going, it? Right? Did, you, I did you like it? I, I was confused. It wasn't a, it wasn't like, ooh, we no. Nah. <laughs> so I was like, alright, so the deed was done. I went and like dried off. So I came from out the bathroom and was like, hey, you wanna tell me something? And she was like, nah. So in my mind and my ego, I was like, well, maybe she just came. A female, like, which I guess it is, but it was, oh man, this is gonna be real sad. It's piss. But it's 2023. No, 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 no. So I didn't tell anybody about this because I thought she peed on me. And then my homeboy was like, hey, man, you know I don't talk to such such no more, man. I think she peed on me. I said, <laughs> oh, man, I thought she did the same thing to me, too. But this was like years <laughs> down the road, and we knew what squirting was by this time. So it was just uh, a crazy story. It's been so shout out to my brother, John, having providing. <laughs> but anyway, so, so no, I haven't been peed on. But you've been, you have been peed on. I haven't. Have you? I mean, have you ever been squirted on? I I haven't dealt with that in my life. So what? I was going to ask you. So what? Ha, yeah. I said, have you? Okay. But but, so but, been but on too? yeah, I've been peed on too. Me too. Okay. Hashtag me too. <laughs> all right, all right. You can't do that either. Twenty twenty three. Don't do that. Does does, does not urine? Huh? I mean, I mean, dog. No, I mean, at that point Why in time, it, so. Great, great question. G. Brad Brantz. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I've been around it where it had like no smell or anything. And one time I was around it and it had a tinge of <laughs> a little tinge of Years. Urine. No, urine. Smells a little bit smell to it. So again, it's all everybody can do their Googles, man. Right. You know, Google is right. free and figure it out. But anyway, so, no, so I oh, oh, I'm putting this you, you don't have enough information to say this is definitively urine, but you also <laughs> don't have enough information to definitively say we, this is not my urine. Nigga, we we don't we 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 we, we, we. no okay. no 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 no. It was second person plural. It just okay. it's for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? The usted, right. usted, usted, yeah, motherfucker. You, right. you in general. Yeah, you <laughs> in general. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you my nigga was on guard. My nigga. 
The fuck you mean? No, not just we did. me, cause not you. just me. <laughs> but here's the thing, like we, we come on out, nigga. They got just me. So y'all talking about y'all out. being the, the receivers? Oh, well. But have y'all ever like peed on anyone? I'm not in the domination kink. I mean, I, I, I'm just, it's just it's not something that would turn me on to say I want to pitch on this shit. Like that's not a there's no physical ooh ah about that. That's something in your head that is gonna get you off to pee on a woman. And I don't have that gene. Like I don't that doesn't do nothing for me. Now if you got like control kink and you just like want a humiliation or something like that that kind of gets you off, do that shit. I'm not saying that shit is wrong, but that's just not how I'm wired. So I'm not getting off on peeing on chicks. But it's not it's not to get you off, it's to get her off. So she's like, hey, I want you to pee on me. So, so at that point, I have, you're doing uh, it for her, not you. So I, so here, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I have no problem with the actual act of doing it, right? If it was like, okay, you want me to pee on you, that's what you get off on, I'll do that. But who's going to clean this shit up? Like, that's the part. That's the part that I can't get my mind past because... After this is done, there's just piss in here, and that's not okay. <laughs> I mean, you can put some tarp down. Nah, bro. Nah, it's still gotta be addressed. A tarp? Have you ever got water on a tarp? <laughs> <laughs> I never peed on You just gonna roll that piss around. Right, it's just <laughs> piss. It's even what worse. When you get up? What happens when you get up at 3 o'clock and slide. go pee again? <laughs> right. 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 And, and we, now you're feeding favorite. And what you going to do when you're done? You can't even like scoot. The piss is going to run all out the tarp, bro. Like Anyway, so so the best way to do is like. Uh-oh. Like, Uh-oh. I was in the shower, nigga. What are you, what are you talking about? That's what I'm in saying. shower? So, yeah. But is that, my is that thing really was. Right? Never, never use a white rag. No. If, if you pee on somebody in the shower. It'll go down the drain, then you can shower. Well, what are you gonna do? You gonna lay down in the shower? What do you mean? We're talking about pissing uh, on people. Uh, but how do you do that physically in a shower? Showers are small. I mean, unless you got like a big, sweet shower. I guess I got a regular shower. How, how much room do you need to pee on somebody? They can be you in the shower, you can be outside. I don't know how big. Huh? Like, how are you gonna pee on somebody in the shower? Are you gonna lay down? How do you lay down to pee on somebody? Why would you lay down and pee on their knees? How and why? You got a weird thing. So you, this whole time you thinking somebody like in a sex position, like sex position pee. So you just kind of just like standing up, like right? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's that's disrespectful. But you're pissing on somebody. Any modicum of 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 respect is gone. The respect train the respect train left when you decided. It's not disrespectful. That's what I'm saying. That's like nah, that's disrespectful. Men and women that like to get slapped. Like if you like, I feel like this is the game I have to shame, guys. Like, I, I'm looking at young Miami funny. I don't kink shame because if you look in the comments, it was like oh, talking all this shit, but it's coming from the same people that swallow cum. Same people that lick assholes. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Niggas are really up on their pedestals when it comes to this. Uh, this nigga Kevin Gates was talking about how he drank his old lady piss. 
Now that's just no, no, that's no. sick. That's sick. Nah, that, that's a sick nigga. There's no less poison. Yeah, yeah, it's fresh around. So I drink. So so yeah. <laughs> so man, I drink like at least a gallon of water a day, right? Uh, I didn't know what you was about to say. I was scared. I, yeah, I know, I, <laughs> and I, I it was long. It was like a it was like of, when uh, I drank, it was like ten seconds between that and the next one. He was like, yeah, because I drank urine. <laughs> Now, my piss be like water, man. When I piss. A gallon of water. Right. Like, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, man. Any ladies out there, man, who want to get pissed on, man, don't be shamed. Come on out that closet. There's a lot of women coming out the closet talking about they eat ass, too. There's a lot of ass eating women out there. Chef, <laughs> uh, what, what happened the first time you got your ass ate? Well, I, think, I think it was an accident. <laughs> Yeah, 2023, let's go. What do you mean? Uh, it was, was cool. Was what? College was cool. Your man. legs up? No, <laughs> they weren't. That's what made it crazy. You was on your stomach? No, I was on my back. <laughs> no, How'd you get to your asshole if your legs went up? You ain't gonna lay down? <laughs> I'm not gonna go into logistics. Because your legs were up. That's why you don't want to go. Right. There's no way logistically. To the damn booty. <laughs> to the damn booty. <laughs> They, they weren't at <laughs> Oh, man. Like, that was crazy. Like, it's oh, man. I was on my back with my legs down. <laughs> I was going to say, I accidentally I, licked I, my ass. <laughs> it was hey, a vulnerable situation. I, I didn't want to have again. It was maybe I don't contr- have control issues, but I didn't like feeling that out of control. No. You're okay. the one that but speaking of controlling niggas, though, he got off that topic quick. I ain't never seen him transition like that. <laughs> right. right, he never right. say more. Say more. <laughs> right, <laughs> police training. So Everybody sounds like, low. Is it? Is it? My headphones. It's time to upgrade. Uh huh. All right. So I trust you with the levels. All right. What are you saying? Yeah, you, you had the most silent line yeah. out of everybody. The police. What police? Um, I, I, I talk about it, then. So the Laverne Police Department, which is right outside of Nashville, Tennessee, um, made national news when it came out that uh, there was one particular female officer who was engaging in sexual content, conduct with other um, officers. Um, but the kick was, well, first she was married. And it came out that they were like running trains on her. So it was um, at one time, I think her and three guys and then three officers and then another officer was having threesome with his old lady and her. And like they were doing this shit like on the the clock and shit like that. I think that's why they got fired. But um, it had me thinking a couple questions. First question is like... um, have y'all ever been in a situation where, like, uh, the freak, the known freak, was like a freak with everybody but you? <laughs> like, I'm sure it was probably one officer that heard about all this shit and like tried it was like, "What's up? Oh, that was crack." And she was like, "Nah, I'm straight." Like, has that ever happened to y'all? Like, where the where the super freak was like, "Eh, I'm gonna pass." That was most of my college career. <laughs> <laughs> How did how did you approach the freak at the time? Like, what was your strategy? Maybe, maybe was your approach? 
You ever watch The Wood? Whoa. The movie. Yes. You run up and grab an ass? No, my line was akin to um, Dark Skin Buddy, where he was like, man, you let that nigga Terry bone. I'm cool with him, man. Oh, that's what I'm about to say, nigga. That's the hate move. It was a hater move, man. Mm. And I know that's probably what made it made it worse. And he was like, oh, you're never going to experience my nastiness or whatever. Oh, you didn't deserve You didn't, you didn't why, deserve why, that. Why'd you, why'd you do that? Because it was, I mean, I was desperate. It was like, you know, <laughs> Whoa. that was a wild time. They was wearing Durangos and don't you, don't you Durango it was a wild time wow. when I was broke it was like early college though. Like when I was 19, 20 um, after a while it was, that was no longer an issue but I was young and broke yeah, it was, it was it's never uh, an excuse That's, um, but you from the Midwest so that track well, my first time I got some heads a nigga did me like that I left the barbecue and the nigga was like, So what's up with me? You suck Jane. Suck Jane your dick. He was like, yeah. It never works, guys. Like, never. So, anybody's thinking so about right, doing that. Yeah, right. It was just like, I get it because, like, she was really like, everybody, she's like, Let's just go to the movies and. But you can't, out. but you can't say that now. You can't say that. Hold on, you take the freak to the movies? We were we we homies. We would kick it. We go to the movies, man. We um, go to the cafe together. Like it was my nigga. And I was like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm so horny, cuz. Like that sounds crazy. So everybody was fucking. Everybody was fucking one of your tight partners while you was taking her to the to the calf? Yeah. Yeah, man. I was like, I don't want to be over here. Hey, I can come through. Yeah, you can come through later. I'm about to go to the movies and I have to eat right now. Right, right. (laughs) Man, as soon as I'm done watching um, Shrek 2, I'm about to come over. (laughs) You got all primed and ready. Right, no. She used to come over your crib and watch a movie like Hella Tired and shit. Like after the train? Yeah, after the train, she would be like, hella fatigued. train. Don't play Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie is just a man. Don't play Mr. Sheffy. Do the best he can. Oh, man. But uh, shout out to this young lady. Shout out to her husband because he said he's staying staying with her. Woo! He a real one for that. Yeah, he a real one. That's what's up. She got talent. That's all. Yeah. And, she, and, she was, and she was getting trains ran on her by some more big old black niggas too. So right. like, God speed. But here's the thing. I'm cool with it because it's better than in like um killing innocent people, so you're cool with I'd what? Rather than kill that pussy butt. What? Oh, that's what you you were saying. He threw himself a oop off the board. That's what he's trying to Yeah. I rather kill that pussy than kill black people. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was you made, Instagram you made, comment. You sound bad, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, it sound bad. Prayers for them niggas, man. Like, I'm just happy. You want to serve in the community. Is Laverne, Tennessee a racist place, or is it cool? Laverne? Uh, it's white. I mean, it's the outskirts of Nashville, so it's like Reggie, Reggie racist is not bad racist, like outskirts in them. That's your standard racism. 
Yeah, this is standard. So the rest will be out of there by sundown. Everything will be okay. <laughs> no, that's a little. No, see, out of out of gotta be out by sundown. Is, that's about an eight on the racism scale. <laughs> right. That's that's <laughs> Alabama, Mississippi. You're right. Yeah, nah. <laughs> sundown towns, nigga. I've been to Brooksville before. Where? Okay, downtown. Brooksville, Florida is like this town. I think I told you about it before. It's like this town out, it's like between Tampa and Ocala, where I had to go there to get like a, a, a part for my car. Like I just drove out there one day. And the dude was like, um, he saw my picture, I met him on Facebook, and he was like, man, yeah, come through, um, just get here as soon as you can. Um, I don't want you here um, driving around in the dark. I was like, why? Because it's like, I ain't got no street lights or something. He's like, something like that. <laughs> I went out to that bitch and I got there around five o'clock. He's like, "Man, it was great meeting you. Good guy. Hurry up and get out of here." And I was like, "You want to get out, be out here today?" I was like, "I was like, oh, it's a sundown town." I'm like, he's trying to warn me. So mm. I was like out of college or whatever. But shout out to Brooklyn for this. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think we haven't talked about what niggas is mad about. This has all been about joy and um, sexual expression so far. Happy New Year. But um, let's talk about what niggas is mad about. Uh, Ed Reed. Ed Reed is a uh, Hall of Fame safety. Um, he's one of my favorite football players. He's, like, he's up there. He's like in my top ten for sure. But just athletes as a fan of University of Miami football. Um, Good guy, solid um, NFL career. He was recently hired in the League of Duties uh, by Tim Cookman uh, University. Uh, he was hired, uh, I think it was probably, wasn't it like in December, I guess? Um, at, at some point in December. Uh, it was a big deal, um, kind of coming off the heels of um, Deion Sanders being hired and eventually leaving Jackson State. It was the same sort of energy and happiness with a, a big-time uh, player coming to coach at HBC. Um, during that time, a lot of shit happened. Uh, they never um, signed, and they, they never really um, completed his contract. He basically agreed in principle, but he never got a contract to sign. But during that time, he came, to, came on campus, uh, tried to start um, the work of recruiting players and things. Um, getting organized and things of that nature. Uh, he posted a tweet um, for a big, was it a tweet or a video? Yes. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. It don't really matter. <laughs> Talking about his experience in school, um, saying like HBCU, talking about HBCU, HBCU experience in general, pretty negative. Um, there was a little bit of backlash. After the fact, came back on campus, trying to clean up the campus, said, all this was dirty and shit like that. Um, you know, a bunch of rushes. Eventually, they looked at the man's contract. What happened? What happened? Wait, the camera just on me. But yeah. So, um. Hey, why the background look like love and hip hop? It do. <laughs> okay. That's a crazy picture, but anyway, this so at this point after the after all the issues and, and controversy, 
Um, shit's gonna, shit's gonna came to the head. <laughs> I get that shit off me, dog. Shit's gonna to the head of BCC. Wrap this shit up. Hey man, you had to put you had to put like a stopwatch as one of the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's two protests at BCC. Twenty minutes later, <laughs> right? He's been arguing on the um, internet. Uh, what are y'all thoughts on what happened? He's still going. Coach, coach yeah. Hey, Subway. I might as well do this last paragraph. I'm ready to get out of I've just read for you Galatians <laughs> chapter 8, verses 1 through 37. Made a little Listen to every single verse. Right. Uh, walk over to 26 at some point. Right. <laughs> Never came. And also with you. After his eighth grade year, he was regarded as a top ten safety in junior league. Ooh, boy! Introducing the summer presenting to others. Ooh. Oh man! What were we talking about? Right. What the fuck was we talking about? Eri was an all-American. Edward Montavious Reed was born. Right. Thirty-five high school. Oh, as a son of as a son of Florida not before what y'all think like what I mean is this shit worthy of an argument I mean or is it just what, 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 what is the what, argument what are people arguing right did you the see that is, in the monologue oh my bad is Ed is Ed really <laughs> wrong for dissing BCC or is BCC wrong for not being um, having their shit together? I'm not really here to debate um, what either side was, but I will say, as a semi-company man, you can't go online in public on wax and berate your employer and expect to still have a job when it's all said and done. That's just generally how that works. So. Was he wrong? Did he take the right approach? Did he take the wrong approach? Did he feel the way? Did, should they have cleaned his office? All that stuff. I mean, that remains to be seen. Who knows? I don't know. I never had a job at the office. And I feel like if I did, I, I don't know. I just feel like that kind of stuff is not that high on the total pole. Now, what were the conditions? Like, it was just filthy, like old McDonald's cups and stuff? Then, yeah, he probably got it right. But you, it's a certain way you handle stuff. And, um, you definitely can't do it in public like that and then expect to have meaningful conversations moving forward. I um I think he's absolutely wrong, right? So and, and this goes for Ari and Dion. Cause I'm just big on consistency. I mean, if you're gonna be an asshole, at least be consistent. Like these niggas are not being consistent. Cause in the NFL, like motherfuckers was all about this cone of silent shit. You know, what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. We're going to sort the shit out, work the shit out. I'm not about to put the owner on front street and all of this type of stuff. I mean, that's just how they carry it. But when it comes to black institutions, now you want to run tail that like and go to social media. Like, so what if it was fucked up? That's why you're there. That's why you took the job. This ain't this ain't University of Oregon that you stepped into. You knew there were things you were going to have to fix. And as soon as you came in contact with the things you had to fix, 
you went to social media for some reason, and I, you're the head coach. I, 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 I just don't understand that. Like, he wouldn't do that with anyone else. Like, right? I mean, we know Ed Reed. We don't know him, but we followed Ed Ed, Ed Reed's career from, from college. Y'all may have followed him in fucking high school, but up through the pros. And he's never been a run tail that nigga. But now we get to this HBCU situation and niggas got a whole lot to say. And I don't understand where the value add is for putting HBCUs on Front Street. It, it doesn't make sense to me. I have two, just real two quick points. Um, first, first thing is I hate when people talk about what they were going to do when they don't have to go through with it. So after like he didn't get the job, I was like, like I had millionaires and billionaires that was gonna come through, and and they were gonna grow the grass, and they was gonna build a facility, and they was just gonna drop bread on everybody. But since I ain't gonna be the coach, I'm on. I ain't gonna do it. No, like, I hate motherfuckers that that were gonna do some shit. Like it's easy for you to say, nigga. Like now, you know what I'm saying? When you don't have to do this shit, I, I hate. So when you don't think do he was gonna really do it? You don't think he? Really I don't. Had to I don't know, but I just don't like that. There were people like, yeah. I mean, I, I was gonna do that shit, but who, who knows? He, maybe he was. Maybe. I, Go ahead. Can I pull over for a second? Speaking of BCC football, can I shift gears to fan you basketball right quick? Is that cool? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Bronny, LeBron James, son. He's not like a top prospect in real life, is he? Right? Like, if his name is like James Smith, he's just a regular dude, right? I think he's isn't he a McDonald's all American? Yeah, but I think is that because his daddy okay, wanted yeah, him to be? Yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't know. Yeah, I don't. that's what I'm asking. The only, the only reason why I'm asking is if that is the case, if he's not really that dude like that, I want to get y'all real quick, high level thought. Instead of him going to like dude, Carolina, Kansas, Michigan, whatever, sit on the bench. Why don't you come to fam? You already got the LeBron uh, little like logo deal with apparel and stuff. You could probably play at fam. You might get your 15 points a game or something. You know what I'm saying? And you'll max out your potential a little bit more. What y'all think about that? I kind of always thought that was the plan. Oh, um, it don't sound like fam. You was in the top three or whatever. I mean, maybe they maybe they got some whole shit planned out. But, but LeBron know. already said LeBron already said that my son can go any school he wants to, and all I'm gonna do is put the phone call in and send him there. I don't know why he said that on national television. That's dads are funny that way. Dads like to like fucking. I don't know what the fucking word is. Like they like to fucking pop their fucking collar, and it's like that's not sweet to your son. Your son, like your son, got to go be around other niggas his age and be like, "Oh, then you go to whatever school you want to." Or your daddy will do make a phone call. I mean, I just you know, all the All American selection is probably because of his dad. I mean, it is what it is. His dad is wantonly gallivanting about the countryside, saying that his son's gonna do whatever he wants to do on his name and not his son's name. That's just what it is. So why would he go to fam? You know, I I would hope he goes to fam. I would love for him to go to fam. I would love for him to go to fam and act just like Ed Reed and uh uh what the fuck uh Dion just so a nigga from fucking Miami will beat the fuck out of him. Like it's just I'm tired of famous niggas though. I know it's popular to for you to go and be around HBCU niggas and act like you helping out the fucking cause, but ain't ain't none of these niggas fucking helping, man. You got motherfucking Hugh Jackson looking like a fucking asshole. 
with the luxury cars. Dion shitted on HBCUs and left. Airy shitted on HBCUs before he even fucking got there. Like, it's a circus at this point in time. What is Bronny going to bring? You can't bitch him. You can't cut his minutes. He can, and he gonna come out, he gonna come to Tallahassee and talk with Eric, the same shit his daddy talking. And his daddy gonna say, I bet nobody ain't gonna say, fucking say nothing. But then a nigga from Polk County who don't even play basketball gonna hit his ass in the fucking head with a chill leg, and then it's really gonna be on. Like, it's just, just go where you wanna go, dog. Just go be with the, with the white people, dog. Like, it's just, I'm just tired of it. Uh, I mean, I saw something online. I don't know how true it was, but I mean, it was like Power Five schools, and that's what made me ask the first question. Like, I don't, I don't know if he's that dude. I don't think he is, but I'm not yeah. sure. Well, what, what microphone are you speaking on? Uh, Why don't he just go to Ohio State and be done with it? Yeah. What is Ohio State's rank right now? They they're top. They yeah. I think they ranked. I think they ranked. Seth, are you yeah. using your 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 microphone on your headset or the microphone in front of you? But what? That's what I thought of anything because I think LeBron had far, said if he went away college, from it, he would have went to Ohio State. So I figured like, oh, okay, well, that would be LeBron's influence with say Ohio State. Yeah, just go to Ohio State, State, be done with it. Because he can't. I mean, you can't put in a telephone call in this nigga. Goes and plays for like Kansas or some shit. Like we can't have that. Like that nigga's not that good. You know what I'm saying? Like he can't. You know he needs to go play for a team. Like it's not disrespectful for him to play with them, but it's not. It's not crazy, right? You know what I'm saying? Like he don't need to like be starting for fucking Kentucky or whoever the fuck is hot in the streets right now. Well, I don't. I don't see him wanting to go to HBCU because why? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, his whole life has been, you know, California dreaming and bullshit. You know what I'm saying? No struggle. Like, no real. Like, and that's the thing I take issue with, like, because these people aren't indoctrinated in the culture. HBCU is a, is a whole separate culture. And no one, and, and they need to understand that. I watched the interview with Reggie Theus. Reggie Theus is like the um, athletic director of BCC and the basketball coach. And he was talking about, like, he was like, I talked to Ed Reed. I told him, like, shit was fucked up over here. Like, like we need your help. Like, we just need people to come in and just nurture, be, understand that this is an environment that, that requires some nurturing and some work. Um, and we just need you to help. And he was very honest with this nigga, and this nigga was just, like, being phony. Like, <laughs> so it's just like, like, I'm like. Did I see the Roland Martin interview? When his yeah, lawyer was right. trying so to, that, he was trying so to not say Reggie this. He was like, man, say his name. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was going to be my, my other point uh, once he threw me the keys back is that um, that nigga doesn't seem like he's wound all the way, you know what I'm saying, too tight. Like he seems a little unhinged. Like his emotions were going to get the best of him sooner or later anyway. So it might be best that he like went on his way. It's like, shit he get hyped about? Like, Ooh, that could have... Oh, and I like, had to put his hand down like, nigga. Like, remember he had to walk off that one time? What'd you say? I say, remember he had to walk off that one time and then the attorney just right, had to like, do the interview for himself. But like, the shit... I think like, what Ed was no, trying to I say. I want y'all niggas to hear it from me. 
Like, all right, nigga, what? Mm. No, for real, they got some shit. Emails. Like, they gonna relax. Like, you do it too much. And I feel like he was gonna do that. And I think that he thought that he was gonna be accepted and the shit was gonna be sweet like Dion. When it what? You, first of all, you're not Dion. Like, no disrespect to Ed Reed, but, like, nigga. And you're going to BC fucking C, nigga. So, wait, like, if you're starting the team, you'll take Dion over Ed Reed? Yeah. That was a, it, depends, was, it depends on what other pieces I, was, I have. I was joking. I say, but I'm not. I'm not. But I'm saying. I'm just saying that he's not Dion as far as no, like I was, I was right. Talking, you know, fresh. Yeah. So. Yeah, he. I think he thought it was gonna be sweeter than it was, but I think that real life kicked in, and I think he he ain't got all his brain cells, man. Like, so. Nigga spazzed out over trouble. Right. He spazzed out over trash. Like it wasn't. They didn't lose. They didn't go on a five game losing streak. Like his best player didn't right. get hurt for the year. No real adversity. This nigga spazzed out because of trash in a fucking building. He didn't want to coach for Trailer, BCC. Right. He didn't want to coach. He was looking for a way out. They got trash in the trash. They got trash. They got trash. Yeah, I will say they BCC got, got some shit they need to work on, but I feel like most institutions do. It's just, that's, yeah. that's just a part of the game. You, have to, you need to know what you're signing up for. But I will say, I agree with you, Will, completely. Like, these celebrities need to get the fuck away from HBC culture. Like, like at this point, these niggas have been a hindrance. Yeah. Like, like in general, I mean, I, I hope Brian don't. I'd be cool. I'd, I would be cool if Brian came to fam because I thought that was like the purpose of LeBron and James giving us all these sweet shoes we can't buy um, and these jerseys. Um, but I don't want him to be a hindrance to the culture. I don't want him trying to come and be on on Instagram live shitting on fam because these young kids really love shitting on fam. Like you going to Twitter? He's not going to be able to shit on fam. Like he don't. It would be bad for him. He gonna get fucked up. Like. You not LeBron, you not Dion. You gonna say the wrong shit, and you gonna be at that moon, and a nigga gonna sleep kick your fucking ass, and it's gonna be a fucking rap. Yeah, well, you get swept kick at the moon. Just cover your face. If you get swept kick anywhere, nigga, you fucked up. Where's his legs? The leg. Where's his legs? It's funny how we said swept kick and not uh sweep kicked. <laughs> Which one is it? Is Who it knows? Like, we gotta get T- we gotta get TR on the show. We gotta get Jaguar on the show and ask him it's the past tense of sweep kick. Speaking of sweep kicking, right? Speaking of sweep kicking, did did Shannon Sharp try to sweep kick T, or was he just gonna like yoke him up? I think he was gonna go for a full yoke. T. Who is T? Him on his neck. T. Moran. Okay. Well, nigga, we you have a podcast. You gotta explain. You ex- boy, you wanna under explain now? Right. Team Moran undercompensating from the last one. Team Moran, John Moran's daddy. These niggas was about to fight the game last week. The, um, Team Moran is John Moran's daddy. John Moran plays for Memphis Grizzlies. They were playing each other. The Lakers were playing the Grizzlies last week. Obviously, <laughs> watching Shannon Sharp show. He loves LeBron James, almost to a sixth point. But um, he was there defending um, them for some reason. I don't know the ins and outs. Well, who was he about to fight on Memphis team? Who was that uh, Dylan. Dylan. Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. Yeah. They were talking shit to each other. 
This nigga, like, comes up on the court like he in the fucking crypto center. And these niggas um, are about to scrap. Um, I still he should put about to scrap in quotes. Yeah, but I still don't get this shit because Shannon, I feel like Shannon Sharp is going through some shit because he hates his job and he's in an abusive job relationship, so he's just lashing out at niggas. Or I could be tripping. But, I mean, I don't think his nigga, that nigga was about to fight because he would never be able to go back to that stadium again. But it's still weird. You don't think who was about to fight? I don't think Shannon was about to fight. Oh, Shannon was about to oh, fight? Oh, no, no, no. You think no, no, Shannon no. was about to fight? Shannon from, oh, yeah. like... Yeah, Dylan Brooks was Shannon about to fight. From, like, no, no, Dylan Brooks was about to fight. Shannon was definitely about to fight. Yeah, Shannon don't give a fuck about none of this shit. He's won ten times over in his mind. Everything else is gravy. He'd have fought any nigga in that bitch. So you think that? Yes, I think that. I think that now. absolutely. Did, now, did you not see the 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 fervor in that nigga? Oh, I got hella fervor. I feel like it might be some shit where you're dealing with the shit at work and it's shit spilling over. I I didn't get the the, the rage. Is there a thing where you get to a certain age you just want to fight niggas? Not for country niggas. Hmm. Like right, like yeah, right. I, I think, yeah. It's not. He's not. He's not getting to the age. He's been in the age, and that's just oh, what he knows. Like, yeah, he's just reverting back to, I think, what he would normally do. So I mean, not you don't age. know what that nigga's triggers are. I don't think it's his job. Like, you know what I'm saying? That nigga, that nigga just talk shit all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, it could be anything. That nigga might be like he would be a fucking colorist. Uh, and we could talk about, have y'all noticed how many light-skinned niggas are in the league now? Uh, and that's going to be a thing for a long time now because old NBA players' sons are old uh, to that age where they're uh, getting into the league, and you'll see you're going to see a whole lot of biracial. Just just think about your favorite, not your favorite players, but a lot of these uh, new players, man. If you go out there, you'll see a lot of um, tan colored men, which is moving in the way that the country's going to go in, but. Anyway, he, going back to this nigga's sweater. But I mean, but you also got the whole basketball football dynamic. Like football players already be like, you a basketball player? You're not about to talk fucking crazy to me, bitch. Like I, I did I, I perform violence for a living. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga has basically been a harbinger of violence for his entire life. I'm not about to let no nigga who has actual fouls as a part of their fucking game. Come in here and talk shit to me, and I'm fucking six four, two sixty or some shit yoked. Like what the what the fuck are we doing here? And I think that, I think that's what made him so upset is that this he was like this nigga really think he could fight me? Like oh no nigga, come here. You look like you get your hair braided in prison, nigga. Come come on, come on, cross this line. Right. And right. then whoever else, and then John Moran daddy just <laughs> again a lot of niggas inserting themselves. For no reason, like dog, you don't, and even your dog like that nigga. Like, you about to take that L for that nigga. I mean, just look at T. Morant. Like, I I hope he had his pistol on him, like or knew or knew something. Because what was you about to do to Shannon Sharp? <laughs> that no, nigga was physically ill-equipped to do. Okay, he had height. He was tall. That was it. Oh, he tall. I couldn't yeah. tell if he was tall. I mean, I mean he's tall I mean, Shannon wasn't towering over him. He was taller than him, yeah. but he didn't tower over him. So he was 
he he's he's over six foot tall. Yeah. Shannon would have looked at that. I mean, the thing is, I, I guess I still didn't understand where the anger came from. Also, is it there? So there's not, is there age when this shit get like you shouldn't be trying to scrap somebody? Nah, not if a nigga disrespects you. On national fucking television yeah, at the, if, at the fucking game? You're in peak shape. <laughs> you're in peak shape, nigga. Like, some <laughs> niggas don't need to fight because they're going to hurt themselves fighting. But, <laughs> like, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can get to an age where, like, if you fight and you don't win, nigga, some shit might be fucked up for the rest of your life, nigga. Like, you swing, miss, and land on your hip. Right. Or a nigga hit you in your jaw and your tooth is gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. But you definitely not about so, the whole. I know niggas who, I know niggas who have torn an ACL, like not doing shit. Like I was like, oh, so I think you tore your ACL. Said, yeah, nigga, like grocery shopping. Like nigga, like what? Say like you, you was playing you football was in the street or something. Oh hell no! That's sad. I don't, I don't, I don't Honestly, if anything, I think I'm more prone to a fight now than when I was younger. Because at least, at least when I was younger, I kind of knew what I had to do to not get in a fight. Like, if I'm not talking shit and I'm not out getting drunk or whatever, which I was going to do anyway, but I knew I knew where the fights were. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I do this, I'm not going to get in a fight. Now, like, there's, there's a... You're a parent. Like, there's just a, a whole lot of niggas out here, lame niggas that finally got them a little piece of money. They got them a, a, a little chick that probably look better than what they supposed to have. And they just out here running their fucking mouth just recklessly. Like, ass whoopings expire at 30. Like, you'll be, like, I've been in a soccer game, nigga, and niggas just, like, start talking fucking crazy. Like, with their fucking kid or some shit. you like, nigga, I will fuck you up out here. And it's just in the most random places, and it's not as easy to avoid the fight. Because they come from any fucking location from any motherfucker that just forgot how the laws of physics work. And it's just, it's weird to me. I I feel more prone to a fight now than I did when I was in college. I will say, as a grown-up, being around motherfuckers that got a little money in their pocket, those be the motherfuckers I hate the most. I, I, I do agree with that. So, I guess that makes a lot of sense. I've cussed a lot. I cuss out people a lot quicker and easier now. And, and, and especially at, in, when you're in rooms, when you get in more more rooms as we already are, those rooms where they have other niggas that got money and like mm-hmm. it's all it's really politics. People want to politic with you, but God is still working on you, so you don't really know the politics part. You know the hands part, and like niggas just like say reckless shit, and you like you go into your mode like I'm gonna choke the fuck out of you in here. And they're like, whoa, wait a minute. We don't do that in here. This is Jack and Jill. And you're like, well, why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> why, why are you about to fight a dad at Jack and Jill? Dumb be the niggas. Don't. Dumb be the niggas. She didn't, want us, she didn't want us to be in Jack and Jill specifically for that reason. I was like, baby, we didn't get invited for those specific reasons. Right. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> speaking, speaking of fighting, so I was in Atlanta uh, one of them weeks we didn't pod. Sheesh. And uh, Taylor That was Reed, why we didn't buy that week. You was in the same town. No, no right. I would have my, yeah. my, yeah. my equipment. It's straight though. Go ahead. It's cool. Um, <laughs> I waited till y'all told me we weren't going to pop before I left. 
Um, <laughs> but that nigga Taylor Reed who we were talking about earlier, uh, that nigga got his black belt in jiu-jitsu, uh, which is real cool. So uh, it was me and one of my line brothers. And a couple of people from fam showed up and to congratulate him because, you know, it's a big deal. Um, but, you know, they had us going there. So you're literally on the mat, like, shoes off and shit. And I looked around, and I was like, God damn. If I got in a fight with one of these niggas, they would probably, like, beat me up. And I didn't like that feeling at all, nigga. So I was like, you always got to make sure you got your gun. Because all these niggas are trained in fucking <laughs> Wait, wait, you know wait, wait. I thought you were about to say I'm about to sign up. This nigga said, that's why you got to have your gun. I'm coming to see my homeboy get a certificate, but I got to have him found me. So, because it's a home, now, nigga, you just know how to grab my arm, nigga. It's the resident, the resident single, the resident single guy was clowning uh, KG because we was all hanging out at this Christmas party, and then KG like, uh, so I was showing a little bit. <laughs> So he's like, oh, you green, dog. Why you bring your fire around family and friends? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, you don't never know. He's like, oh, no, you so green. Like, he just kept riding. <laughs> and then, but it was kind of funny because it's like, yeah, we're all chilling. Like, it's, it's probably nothing going to go wrong here. Like, we was at somebody's uh, house. But like, the rest of the single guy loves guns, though. That, like, that nigga he does love guns. guns. Right. But no, nah, man, Ben. Now, being in a room with a bunch of trained fight, fight, trained fighters will humble you, man, for real. Like, goddamn. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, my, I'm, sure I think I'm, I got my black belt in, like, club fighting, nigga. Like, so if we're <laughs> out in the club, and, nigga, I can sense, like, it's about to go down. Oh, nigga, I'll whoop a nigga ass if you ain't ready, nigga. I, I will grab a Heineken bottle like it's nobody fucking dead. <laughs> I was just about to say, you definitely you got a out. black belt in props. <laughs> right, nigga. Like I, I see stools, nigga. I, I see weapon weapons man. that ain't weapons, nigga. Like, Fucking cage match, nigga. Right, nigga. Let me improvise, grab this kid. Improvised weaponry, <laughs> A plus. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> no, man, I, I, I get it, man. Nah, jujit. So watching them, uh, I guess spar. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I'm saying. Even if you're a boxer. A nigga who can like fucking grapple and hold you and shit like that, like it's like you know what I'm saying. Like you can take as many boxing classes as you want to, nigga. But a nigga can sweep your leg, nigga, and make you know what I'm saying. Nah, you, you, you don't want that shit to shoot down. Imagine that, though. You're on the street and somebody sweeps your legs and you fall <laughs> and you're like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and you you like, the legs, hey, anytime you're street. about to. So you can do some things like you need to identify stances. <laughs> so like if you about to square up with a nigga like on a straight fade nigga, and like that nigga does his hands now. like this, just stop. Uh, be like, nah, nigga, never mind. <laughs> we'll just go the other way or just cock your shit. If that nigga bows, huh? If he bows, like, all oh, right, <laughs> right. There's a whole lot of things, nigga. Man, I just point out or get it. Or really gets in the like niggas are too old to pretend like they can like they know karate. Like when you like in like fourth grade or third grade, and you about to fight a nigga, and that nigga jumps in the karate stance because that nigga watched her pull some shit. But like if a nigga's forty and you about to square up with a nigga, and that nigga for real gets gets in this fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like this, don't do the shit, nigga. Walk off, like. 
Yeah. Well, you be like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> no, what like, you gonna do? Nah, nah, you been, nah, you been selling that now. Nah, that so? <laughs> and that nigga got a karate stance. I nigga got a black belt in Taekwondo. So when we was in college, I think I was out of town that weekend. I had a Jermaine O'Neal drink. No, it was a Ron Test Pacers jersey. And he was like, can I wear your um, Pacers jersey to the club? And I'm like, I'm gonna fuck, I ain't, ain't turning this food. So that nigga called me later that night. He went to Baja's, I think. And he called me. He's like, man, I have to buy you a new jersey, man. I'm sorry. And I was like, what happened? And he was like, man, these niggas um, whooped my ass. They ripped up your jersey. <laughs> and I was like, nigga, ain't you? Don't you got a, like a, a black belt in Taekwondo? He was like, man, I tried to use that shit, man. That shit wasn't, that shit wasn't finna work for them motherfuckers. I was like, what? So I was like, I'm more upset that shit didn't work. <laughs> Sound like he ain't believing it, though. He commit to it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I thought Taekwondo was some real shit. Maybe that's not like a real good scrapping shit or something. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot of real shit, man. It's a lot of kicking, though, so. No, do you have do you have do you have room and distance to kick? That's the thing. Yeah, I think the kicking effort is it takes more effort and then you drunk a little bit and you got a big ass jersey on. <laughs> it was two thousand three. Like, you know, niggas wearing a big ass jersey. Jersey, uh heavy jeans shirt. Like, but I mean once once a nigga is inside of your kicks, like once he's inside the radius of your kicks, what do you do then? Yeah, right, if I, you kicking a nigga, catch that shit. Like you, it's over. What you feeling, right, man? I was just saying that to get you. Right, right. my bad. I was just fucking with you. <laughs> hey man, have y'all ever let somebody hold a piece of clothing and like they never gave it back? And you just never got it back. Yeah, no. yeah, no, man. That's crazy. It was, <laughs> it was Christmas '95. <laughs> no, nah, man, I got a leather trench coat, nigga, for Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's real clothes. Like a uh, yeah, like uh, a Nino like a Nino Brown. Yes, nigga, a fucking Nino Brown, oh, nigga. Yeah, fucking Nino Brown. So, so in high school, we was in a like a high school fraternity. So um, we used to throw this ball every year, like a, a winter ball type shit. So in the it was crazy because the high school kids used to spend the night in this hotel. Like this definitely wouldn't go down now. But anyway, so the next morning. Um, my homeboy came in the room. Well, he was in my fraternity. Uh, we was cool. We got in a fight together. Um, uh, we fought. So, we're blood brothers. Um, so this nigga, uh, was like, hey man, let me borrow your coat. I'm about to take this chick back. I'm about to take my date back to blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. And the nigga left in my, in my Nito Brown and came back without it. He was like, man, I left the coat in the car, and the nigga broke in the car and stole your coat, which was believable because he lived in the projects, right? So it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, man, I'm going to try to get it back, blah, 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 blah. And I had to go home and tell my mama, like, hey, uh, I let somebody borrow my coat, and somebody broke in the car and took it. And anyway, I, every time I saw him, he's like, yeah, man, I'm going to pay you back for the coat, man, and blah, blah. Never, never saw that again. He did mm. now, so rest in peace. So. Ooh, there's an ad. Yeah. <laughs> they had the orange. And I really, so I really believed him. I believed him up until like I got kind of like in adulthood, and I was like, this nigga just take that shit home and was like wearing that shit like the class on Friday. 
Hell yeah, niggas I outside. Somebody I break saw in, you dancing in the rain. <laughs> orange juice Jones, nigga. <laughs> that shit sounded sweet, though. You got it from Wilson's? Probably. Yeah. Hey, well, you walk by that Wilson's sitting in the mall, nigga, smell all that good leather, genuine. Wilson's, Wilson's. Uh, so yeah, I had a shirt like in high school. It was a t-shirt, like my high school band section, where like got these shirts made. So this one particular night, we was hanging out, and this dude was with us. Like he didn't go to our school. I feel like he had on like a wife beater or something. And so wherever we stopped at, he couldn't go in because like couldn't go in with a tank top on or whatever. So then I let him hold my shirt to like go in or something. And then I never ended up getting it back. And then they just point like that nah, dude was like passed, so it's like Damn. it's gone forever. But yeah, uh that kinda whack. But uh sidebar, I loaned somebody my authentic Michael Jordan jersey, like fifty fifty year anniversary edition, uh authentic third color blue jersey and in hindsight I was like oh man why did I do that but dude like brought it back perfect oh I thought you about to say that nigga ran off of that shit I'm about about to be like after this podcast me and you gonna go find this nigga (laughs) nah I still got a jersey right now I'm about to be like pick me up at Jacksonville International it's gonna take me a couple hours but I'll be there we gonna go find this nigga uh, my freaky machine showed up today like popped up again like, Is that right? I, w- I wish I, I still had mine. I might write that. I might write that uh, this summer. So, <laughs> leather coats gonna make a comeback? Like, cause I I never got another uh, Nino Brown. <laughs> I know. <laughs> think about it. Now. Would that yeah. shit be sweet? I'm about to say like leather coats. I, I feel like. I like a coat. <laughs> exactly, they're a coat classic. Like, right. I feel like people either love them or hate them. Some, some, uh, some designs are a little bit more jazzier than others. But there's some niggas in Detroit right now that's like, what you mean they other stuff? Oh, absolutely. All sorts of Avericks and Pele Pele's. I think JJ will talk about the, the Eddie Murphy trench with the, with the scrap. The real trench. With the scrap, the golden child, yeah. The, 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 I had that too. The leather London fog, nigga. Like. <laughs> oh man, I had the long leather coat, but that shit ain't cool in Florida for one. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think your coat got stolen either, though. I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think right. so. You kept, you kept that shit. Caught, yeah. you caught. That bitch, that, that bitch was sweet. Rest in peace. Um. Well, I wanted to switch over to you to close this out today. So this is a complete... Whatever it is, you should get closer to the mic and say it. I mean, I can't tell because from my, from my yeah. ear, it sounds like too loud. In my headphones. But you know where the microphone is. Turn your, turn your headphones down and get closer to the mic. You fix the volume pro- problem by moving further away from the mic and not just turning the headphones down? Well, like about I mean, I don't know how it sound. About a home alone, Mike, and don't know how to work it. Right. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> but yeah, we so, know a guy oh. who can really do the cougar face. So I'll, wait. I'll wait. I'll <laughs> wait. 
exposed the video. Um, it was interesting. Um, I know you have, you play the audio and you're getting to the conversation, but. Uh, I'm sorry. There's audio that I was supposed to have prepared for this. What are we talking about? That video you posted with Wawa. You didn't tell me we were going to talk about that and have audio prepared for it. You sent us the audio. I didn't know I had to have it for the fucking show. I didn't fucking know, man. That's fine. This reminds me of back in the day, I used to work with this one team. My manager was like, they're really good, but you just have to spell everything out exactly for them. I thought, man. I heard going to the conversation, though. You don't necessarily need the video. Now I think about while I was kind of angry. She might color it way too much. So we get into it. I'll use some background. You can play like the first line of it. Um, but yeah, if it goes too far, then it kind of. She is. Loose. She gets. She's angry So he has to the point. Maybe like the first, the first few seconds, just to color the. Comedy. Well, let me go and work on that then, Jeff. Give me a second. <laughs> well, I mean, let me get into it then. Uh, if you find, you find it, you don't. It's cool. Uh, so while I was on the Breakfast Club, Lala. Uh, y'all know who Lala is. She was, you know, don't don't read us. She was poor. I think she's a single don't mother now. It was the winter. She'd be on um, BMF right now. BMF is good this season, by the way. But she'd be on BMF um, playing a typecast role. Um, but she uh, was on the breakfast club talking about. I guess the conversation was around marriage. And the question was basically, um, excuse me, uh, is marriage the goal for most people still? And uh, I guess from her point of view, she was saying no, it's not because, and I think she's coming from a perspective of her situation. She was married to, um, uh, what was it? What was it? Well, let me give your opinion. Can you just lay it out? What's your name? <laughs> it's like you're giving your opinion now. We just want yeah, to hear what she's her trying opinion. to say. Her opinion, but she was giving her opinion. Her opinion is basically like it's it's um it's it's kind of a, a dead concept. It's there's no. Hold, hold on, let me, let me see if I can just play the audio for you. Hold on a second. Okay, and she Woo! was hot. She was on fire. I don't know why. She, yeah, she she came in at six o'clock this morning. Was on fire. She was like, I have something I want to talk today on air. So she I'm gonna come and say F marriage. Yeah. So <laughs> I was talking about. I feel like currently. Marriage is not a goal for people. I don't hear people who aren't married saying like, I want to get married. You just start hearing it less and less. Like before that was a goal, like before social media and just the way people interact now. I'm not in conversation with people who are talking about like, I can't wait to meet someone and get married. Now people say, yeah, I want to meet somebody, be in a relationship, you know, have this bond, but I don't need the marriage piece to feel like it's successful. Mm-hmm. And most, I'm not saying all, be careful with my words, most married people that I know are miserable. Whoa. They're not happy and don't want to be married. They would prefer to be single. And what's happening is people look at the stats and they say, oh, well, divorce rates are going down. But the issue is less people are getting married. There. Awesome. Booyah. So thoughts? What do y'all what do y'all think about Lala's assertion? Um, well, first of all, you have to take in consideration the messenger, right? So Lala is, I'm going to say, in her 40s. So people in their 40s now, um, marriage probably isn't the goal anymore. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you're established. You probably got your own crib, your own, you know, been in your job. You're pretty established. Uh, and you're kind of probably setting your ways. Uh, so, yeah, having somebody to share it with would be cool. But do we actually have to be married? You know what I'm saying? And at this age, you've also seen half of the people that you've seen gotten who've gotten married have gotten a divorce. So she's in that little area there. And then you're in that age where people have been married for X amount of years. So the people that are married probably might be going through those rough patches. So I'm looking at the messenger now, um, now as far as if you want to talk about maybe the younger generation, mm, yeah, marriage might not be on their radar because the scope of love has changed. If you want to kind of put it that way, like you don't have R and B music, you don't have shows dealing with love. The music is talking about fucking and not being faithful. Uh, you have social media now, so you can find that one girl you fingered in seventh grade, like, you know what I'm saying? Not to mention all these images of, oh yeah, I could find me somebody fatter if X, Y, and Z. Back in the days, you just had who was in your city, in your town, who went to your church. So if she was the best looking chick there, you're like, you know what? Yeah, I ain't gonna do nobody, do any uh, better in fucking Cuthbert, Georgia. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, settle down with her and start a family. Now niggas think that the world is their oyster. So it's a, a whole lot of different factors than when we grow up. And, you know, a, just the, the the scope of marriage has changed. Like, you don't have, you know, you got poly people and all types of crazy, not crazy shit, all types of shit going on. So, I mean, I, I, I hear where she's coming from because it's probably her truth. I don't know if that's the truth, though. Um... I don't think married people are miserable. I think married people are married. It just it's it's just if you're not married at the time or whatever, I mean, it's just it's a different fucking experience. People say that marriage is work and marriage is absolutely fucking work every fucking day, every fucking week, every fucking month. It is what it is. So if you don't like to work or you don't want you're not in a particular space to want to have to deal with that. Then it looks a lot like misery to you. But to marry people that are cool with that, it's just doing the fucking work. You know, I mean, people like the single out married people, but people that aren't married be miserable as fuck too because the people who aren't fucking married are the people that are complaining every day about motherfucking relationships and niggas ain't shit, so on and so forth. Swipe left, swipe right, and all the shit that they have to go through. So if you look at social media, both sides are fucking miserable, right? It's just what sort of misery do you do you choose, right? I mean, to me, marriage is a lot like the misery of paying a mortgage as opposed to paying rent. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are here in a relationship that's, you, I mean, it's not a, I'm not even going to say marriage, but if it's not a long-term relationship where you're moving towards building something, you're just paying rent, right? Like, that investment doesn't really do a whole lot for you. You're just going to share space, occupy space until you move on to the next place where you live. Whereas marriage, I mean, you typically, it is a mortgage. You typically get something out of that. I mean, hell, at least I had some beautiful kids with this person, or at least we had some good memories where we bought a house and we helped each other become different people, right? There's that sort of trade-off as well. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen in relationships, but 
but married people aren't miserable. They're just fucking married. You know what I'm saying? But it's popular. It's in vogue now for people to attack marriage, right? And it's not just marriage, right? It's basically attacking traditional values, right? Because at least if I attack a traditional value and I'm coming at this from the mindset of I'm just doing something different, then my decision can't be bad, right? I can't have a bad decision if I'm just trying to operate and think outside of the box. Like we look at rich aunties, right? I mean, a lot of rich, everybody's a rich auntie now. And I don't know what the fuck that means, right? It's a lot of women who just aren't pursuing children and they're just being single and they're living their best life, which is great. I think you should do that. I have no issue with that whatsoever. But why do we call them rich aunties? Like, what is the value? What is the value in that label, right? I mean, you can do the same thing as a rich auntie if you're not a rich auntie. Like, what is that label of I'm a rich auntie? What is that doing? And to me, I mean, it looks like it's it's kind of a limbo. It's kind of a purgatory, right? On I don't have I, I'm abdicating a, a, a certain traditional progression in my life, right? And I'm going to claim this and this is what I'm going to be. And your narrative, your n- traditional narrative on what you want me to be is invalid because I choose something else, right? It, there's a lot of that going on, and I don't understand where the rich auntie shit is coming from, but it's a fucking movement. But every single traditional sort of thing that we have, whether it's marriage, whether it's sitting down with your family at Thanksgiving, whether it's fucking actually going up to a woman or going up to a man and talking to them, those things are all being attacked because they're traditional and people are opting not to do them. And they put a label on it, some fuck, some crazy label to excuse the fact that I don't want to do what people have done for hundreds or thousands of years. I think it's uh, due in large part to the fact that people have bastardized a lot of the stuff like, oh, marriage ain't that, it's not this, or um, like we've seen in some other aspects of our lives and society. You take these hundreds of years old institutions and concepts and thoughts and try to mold them into something else that you want them to be. And so um, we got this thing now where it's like, oh, you know, it's a struggle and it's this and it's that. I personally don't agree with that. Um, When people start getting overly into this talk about marriage and relationships in general being all this work, like, I don't really see it as bad. I think um, people should uh, just treat each other with mutual respect. Treat people how you want to be treated. Be cool, chill, relax, be respectful. And everything kind of work itself out. I don't get what all this hard work is and this and that. Like A lot of this stuff is kind of overkill to me. And it's like the marketing slide. <laughs> you know, and it, it doesn't really have to be that way. But that's, that's what, what it people is. have. Yeah, that's, that's what people that's have made it, it into. And so now people come into it with this thought, oh, you don't buy me flowers every Tuesday. And, oh, you don't do this and you don't do that. But the meme said you should do this and I should leave you alone if we're not going to Cabo every weekend. And, yep. like, you're just setting yourself up for, like, this unrealistic utopia or whatever that you created in your head based on a bunch of memes and stuff that don't have no merit or validity so 
that's I think it's just a combination of a host of factors. And then people draw these hard lines in the sand, like, oh, well, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. And then basically you end up on the outs and that's a wrap. I'll say that marriage has gotten maybe the worst PR job among anything I can think of. Outside of just being a nigga in America, but um, like I looked at the statistics. Take time, the statistics. Um, and it's been a steadily, it's been a steady decline in mar- in the marriage rate since 1960s. It went up, it went, it shot up from the 50s and the 60s, and then from the 60s it's slowly gone down. And at this point, it's at the lowest rate it's been in the history of the United States as far as when they started recording uh, marriage certificates being obtained. So it's gotten a bad, it's getting a bad rap. It's bad PR. And I think you could go into social media, social media is the harbinger of all that means, um, think pieces, all that shit, like while I've been on the breakfast club, um, because because it's, it's not necessarily the simplest thing to do. Um, I see the value in it, um, but I'm also, but you won't see a lot of, and maybe that's the issue, maybe that's a part of the issue, maybe married folks don't advocate for the concept of marriage to others enough. Why do they have to? I, I don't know, but I mean, if, you, if I'm thinking of solutions, what is the best solution other than like, like um, testimonies from users? <laughs> but, but what's the problem? In order to find a solution, we got to find a problem. Like, if you don't want to get married, don't get fucking married. Like, I don't understand why we, we've gotten in this habit in the 2000, whenever the fuck it is, that whenever you have, whenever somebody makes a decision, you have to find 20 other motherfuckers who will make the same decision in order for your shit to be valid. Like, just make your decision and not want to get fucking married and go on about your fucking life. Married people do not fucking care. No. Not at all. And I don't think it's like a um, has an effect on us in society. I don't know if the world is a, a worse place because of it. Um, I just think it's something that yeah, I mean, people are less religious and all that stuff. I mean, I think you tie marriage to religion. People are way less religious, more spiritual. So, I mean, that might be a part of it. I'm not saying it's a, there's a right or wrong answer to it. Um, I would say the statistics say that her, her point of view is correct. I mean, you just see it, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't, I'm not going to say it's like a good or bad thing. I just don't see the, the negative effect on society. And maybe there is one I just haven't noticed it. Maybe I'm in a bubble, um, but I just haven't seen the negative impact. Well, well, one of the negative impacts on society is we're seeing it every day. People are fucking lonely. Like men, well, women, like people are blowing their fucking brains out because they're fucking lonely. And it's like marriage is more than just some business relationship where you go and get a certificate and you build businesses together and go on trips like you basically we come into this world and we're attached to a group of people for 18 20 years that's what we're bred as and then all of a sudden we become single at 19 20 and we think that's how humans are naturally supposed to be that's not natural for humans we're social creatures 
eventually, and honestly, as soon as that, you typically want to be around someone who you can be bonded to. I mean, that's natural. Now, you may be bonded to three, four motherfuckers before you leave this earth, and that's okay. But that doesn't mean the bond in itself is fucking wrong. You know what I'm saying? But people like to attack that as if it's not natural for human beings to select a long-term mate. I mean, but the, the J. Joe's point to degree, like, do you need a, a contract to, to not be alone? It depends on what conversation we're having. Because some people just want to say, I don't want to get married. I don't want to go before the pastor and get the certificate. Therefore, I'm not married and I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. You've been living with this nigga for 25 years. Baby, you married. I'm married. Like, if you and that nigga live in the same house together and y'all fucking break bread with each other and share money, share food and 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 and, and, and just farts and shit all over the place, bitch, y'all is married. <laughs> True. You something. You get yeah. And I, and I think maybe that's, yeah, I think that's what society's going to get to eventually. Where we motherfuckers just be together. We together, man. It's cool. What do you mean going to get to? That's what people are do that today. Yeah, I mean, but I think it's going to be a situation where like you're saying that shit out loud, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to um, not saying it at all. Like I think it was. I feel like people say it now, but they say it in different demographics and stages. Like I feel like you can only say that if you're at a certain age, or if you've been married before, or a combination of those two, or if you don't want kids, or if you do want kids. Like I feel like it's some kind of stipulation on it. Like you wouldn't. The average twenty-something is not saying that. That's on right. average. Yeah. You know so. And niggas already yeah, definitely say it. We'll say it, but then some other people are like, no, I want to be married, you know? But it, is, it depends on, like, the combination of factors. People don't want to be married until it's time to get married. Like a motherfucker will be on Facebook bashing marriage and say marriage is trash and niggas are trash for 10 years. And then on that one day, oh, bitch, I'm getting married. And they're happy as fuck and they're going to be with their boo and everything is great. And you're like, damn, like, bitch, I've been fucking with you for the past 10 years and you hated marriage. But now you didn't find Stedman in Jamaica and now you want to get married. Marriage is not a good idea until it's time to get married. And then when you're married, marriage is cool. It is what it is. It's work. We're working on it. Da, 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 da. This is the person I want to be with, but this still, is still fucking great. And you have that opinion until it's time to get divorced. And then when you get divorced, you go back to the original opinion. Like, damn, this marriage shit is stupid. Like, it's fucking confirmation bias. It's just this fucking cycle. Just do what the fuck you want to do. Just leave me the fuck out of it. I don't care. But you don't have to take wood work for it. Okay, you're trying to get it's like you put your hand over your mouth, lean away from the microphone. <laughs> Why? Well,